Artists Worldwide. Um, just let us know, you know, like, you know, where you're shouting out from. You can put your comments down in the window. And uh, with no further ado, we're going to bring in Miss Chantel Riley. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Well, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you guys are at. Yeah. <laughs> we have Chantel Riley on with us. Um, I have so much to say, but I'll keep it short so we can get started. But um, this is our first EP. Um, I I would hope that I was the first to download due to the uh, time difference. The time. Right, right. You probably were. Uh, I've, I've been on it since uh, maybe eight hours now. So, um, oh, get, on, the yeah, yeah. get the streams up. Get the streams up. Thank you. So, <clears throat> it is officially uh -huh. 41, so introductions are needed. Dun, 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 dun. So, everybody... Welcome to Quarantine Life Global Brothers Podcast, Episode 4, with a super-duper special guest and our very first return guest ever on Global Brothers Podcast, and that is oh! Riley. Hey! Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, guys. So, oh, what a blessing. Wow, first time, honey. Get into it. For sure, for sure. Andy, you go first. I got a lot for her. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, let me Shoot, here we go. So, uh, so everyone, um, uh, Chantel is a actress, a singer, a dancer, a model, uh, and so much more, an inspiration, you know, as I like to say. So we're so, we're so um, uh, pleased to have her back with us again. Um, a little bit of distance between us this time, but, uh, you know, I guess we gotta, I guess we got to follow the rules. Um, and you I look guess. amazing. Wow. You know, I love your hair and everything that you're doing. Thanks. You know what? I just did this for you guys. I haven't put on makeup in ages. And so I said, you know what? For the boys, I'm going to put, I'm going to put some situations so I don't look too Thanks. raggedy. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just gave you a hat. That's all I, <laughs> a hat. I, think I put a little oil on my face. Wow. You guys so, look great. So, I mean, with all the things that you've done in, in every, you know, I remember the podcast uh, episode with you last fall where we talked about countless things. You did uh, talk about music. Why now, though? Why now to release it? Why release now? Well, um, I was supposed to actually release it in January and didn't do that. February, I didn't do that. March, like pretty much every month I was like, I'm gonna release it, gonna release it. And I just never did. And I think I was just scared. To be honest with you guys, I was just scared. And so what greater time than be to be on a lockdown and just be like, well, we got nothing else to do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just something I've been putting off for, for too long now. And I've been working on it for about a year and a half, two years. Um, and just really wanted to just get it out there. And so I said, well, no better time than the present. So, here you go, everybody. <laughs> you, were, you were recording when you came to Dubai as well, right? Yeah, I did a little yeah. recording out there. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I remember mm -hmm. that. And, you know, personally, I want to apologize. I missed your performance at Afro Chic uh, in Ghana. Where were you? I know. <laughs> I, you know I actually got, I got sick for two 
based in Ghana. Everybody, everybody. But I had a lot of pressure. I saw you maybe the night the night before, two nights before the performance, and I told you I would be there. When I got sick, I was like, man, I miss it. It's okay. Look, everybody was everybody was sick. Was there nervous around that? Like, I mean, that was yes. It, I was so, look, it was my first live performance doing my own music. And so, yeah, I was scared. I'm like, is anybody going to like it? Is anybody going to, you know, are they going to jam to it, vibe to it? I don't know. But at the same time, like, let me just enjoy the moment. I'm here. We were by the, the water. Um, and, you know, people, it was like, what was it? It was in the evening. So, yeah, it was dark. They had a fire pit going. And it was just a good, a good vibe. I was just grateful. I was just surrounded by people right. I love. And, you know, I knew I had my best friend, I'm keep. Why not keep? And so at least I said, right. like, I got at least one fan. That's all that matters. Right. <laughs> but it was so beautiful to be yeah. in Ghana at that time. Like, hey, I'm going to make, make Marlon, before he, he transitions, I'm going to make Marlon a little uh, jealous. Uh-oh. Ah! <laughs> 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 I brought that just for you, Dandy. <laughs> that, was my, that was my first time performing out there, yeah. That was my second time in Ghana. Okay. Your first time performing live, I mean, in front of people, was in Ghana. Oh, like, no, no, no. I've definitely done live performances before in the past. Okay. But my own music, yeah, that right. was, like, my first time, yeah. That's huge. That's huge. It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> but we did it. That's great. So jealous, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit that. Um, there was a, there was. You should have came. All right, look, look, look. Don't start in on me. Don't start in on me. No, okay, here we go. Don't start. What had happened was. What happened was right. Happened was. Uh huh. Yeah. Now, now, now this story actually um starts a long time ago. Uh. My people always say that I'll be late for my own funeral. I'm just late for everything. So wow, airports, flights, meetings. It it it's it's not good. I don't mean to, but um, yeah, I was late for something to do with the passport, which means I couldn't travel at that time, and I was not able to come to Ghana for a year of return. Yeah. And I was I was living through y'all. I was living through y'all. That was everything. Like y'all stories. Like what I was, was your FOMO level like? Yo, like 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 ten. 10 out of yeah. 10, for sure. Yeah, like a thousand percent. That's like I had to be there. <laughs> you know what the irony was uh, about being in Ghana, um, Chantel? What was, they, they said it was over a million from the diaspora just that month. Mm-hmm. I saw Chantel in Kiev like three or four times. I know. <laughs> that was really out of nice. All the people, out of all the people that were there. Yeah, we ran into each other a couple times. It's just great because yeah. it's good to see familiar faces too. You know what I mean? Right. Out of like a right. sea of people. So, yeah. So many people. Well, yeah. I, just, to see I can't wait to get back. I mean, you know, can you imagine oh. performing this EP in Ghana? Oh, <laughs> what a dream. What a dream. Are you kidding me? I would love to do that. Like, I always say, as soon as the borders open up, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I am out. <laughs> well, when, when uh, the reason why I said that is to put it in the universe. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yes, I receive yeah. it. I receive it. Amen. So, I receive it. I don't know, if, Dandy, if you want to transition into the track list, but I'm very interested in some of these songs. Oh, okay. Um, first off, uh, just for the people in the room, uh, I Am, 
which is uh, the title of um, Chantel's EP. Where did the title come in from, Chantel? Like, what 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 does I am mean to you? Because like it says so many things to me from like all kinds of perspectives, from mm-hmm. biblical to like affirmations to so many things. Like, what does I am mean to you? Well, I think when you look at it. I am could be anything. It could be, I am powerful. I am courageous. I am doing this EP and then everybody hear it. I am stepping out in fear. So it's just, yeah, it's like an affirmation of something that I'm going to do and, and revealing to people like what I am and what I'm into. And, and so I just felt like that was like the best way to describe how I was feeling at the time about the album and even the songs that I put in there. And I don't know. I just felt like I, I am could just really be anything that you want it to be. And for me, it was, I am going to put this shit out so, <laughs> at any cost, despite how many followers I, I have or have lost or how many listeners, you know, that will listen and stream and share. Like, regardless, I am doing this and I am Chantel and I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm embracing this part of me and finally sharing it to the world it's something it's so precious to me my music and singing and i've been doing it for a long time and you know i I grew up in church and singing in church and you know as a worship leader that was my thing and i love doing it and i miss it and so now when you're taking a step back and you're like okay well let me create my own thing um and work with producers and writers and you know kind of tell some sort of a story and what you're feeling too because you know nothing is just out of in the air it's all from experiences and stuff and so you're putting that out there too you know so this is just like yeah i am this is it here enjoy <laughs> wow that's dope that's dope you've got um you've got six tracks on the mm-hmm. uh, on the ep what, what is what is what is um i know kind of like the uh the theme in music now is to do shorter projects that are more succinct yeah. is that what you were going for yeah definitely definitely um I don't know. I feel like people's listening attention spans are a little bit shorter nowadays too. <laughs> so why not get like you know you know six or eight like just really not for you though. Songs. I wanted more. I wanted more. You wanted more. I wanted more. And you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of skits. You know what I mean? Like I remember Thirty Six Chambers Wu Tang when that came out. There's so many dope skits on that on that record. And I was like I was like you know what? Like knowing how like. Uh, crazy and like cool that you and um, uh, you know your friend Makiba are. It would be cool if you guys had like some skits in between there. That is such a good idea because look, the, the foolishness we get into. Yeah, we should probably do that on my next one. <laughs> or for the videos, for the videos, for the music videos. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Even, hey, even a Global Brothers podcast skit. <laughs> well, plug, 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 right, plug, right. plug. right hey here's the thing it's funny you say that marlon because i want it more as well and here's why because i listened because i I talked to uh chantel earlier well her last night my morning but i listened and then i started to work around the house and listen and it just kept going too quickly i was like dang it's starting over again like so you know so yeah, I wish I wish there was a couple more tracks because uh, oh, wow. all six are really good listens. All Thank six. you so much. Oh, that means a lot to me. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate that. Seriously, okay. I'm probably gonna cry after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the uh, the track list. Um, oh boy. Okay, first, um, let's do let's do the one that you have a feature with someone. Uh, it's called BGB. Mm-hmm. We need to know what that yeah. is, those acronyms, and that's featuring Dolly Bernays. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about. So, yeah. So BGB stands for Black Girl Blush, and we kind of came up with this concept um, with a friend of mine uh, a while ago, and. We're talking about how, you know, when you're talking to a guy and, you know, you're a black girl and, you know, we don't exactly show that we're blushing, you know, like, you know, on people on lighter pigmentations, you know, white people, they be getting red, you know, their ears turning red and all that stuff. And so, you know, for us melanated folks, you can't really see that. So, you know, there's other cues that you pick up on, you know, you looking down, you smiling, you playing with your hair, a little laugh, <laughs> you know, so it's like that, that's the black girl blush. That's how we show you that we're into you kind of thing without the, you know, physical whatever, flaring up <laughs> of the ears and the red skin and all that stuff. So, so I just kind of wanted to do something around that. I'm like, oh, shoot, that's actually a really good idea. Like, how do we show that we're blushing? You know, sometimes I play fight, you know, I'll push you or, you know, the giggling and all that stuff. So I wanted to do a song around that. That was pretty interesting. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. Um, and our guys in the room and also, you know, those going to be listening to our YouTube later on, write down <laughs> notes, yeah? Like, that's, <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know she's into you. You know, she hits you. She got the cues. She punched you in the chest, you know what I mean? You know, she... <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I like you. <laughs> right, wow. So, who who is our who is the gentleman uh, who featured? Dolly Dolly Bernays. He is a rapper out of New York. Um, I got a chance to meet him uh, while I was uh, in LA. Um, who they, he also works along with the producers that I worked with on this album, Sons of Sonics. And so, yeah, just, I loved his tone. I loved his vibe. His music is amazing. You find all his stuff on Spotify and Apple Music. And um, he's just, I just loved his flow. And I just loved his, the tone of his voice and all that stuff. And so I was like, I wonder if I could get, I really wanted to have like a male perspective and a male kind of, you know, version of the song. And so I asked him to jump on it and I thought he killed it. I love how, how, it, how it flowed into the track. Yeah, he did. He did an excellent job. Um, as a matter of fact, that was the, of course, the first song that I listened to because it's the first on the track. But I, re- I rewinded it, I think, three times before I got to the second track, which is "Loving You." Yeah. Loving you. Yeah. That was one, that was one of those ones. I was like, wow. Okay. Ah, ah. Okay. You know, when you love, you love. You just, you know, you want to just be with that person and like time doesn't exist when you're around them. And you know what I really like about that song is I wanted something that was very atmospheric. Like it just takes you into a whole nother dimension and just like a different world. And so with the, you know, the Japanese drums and like the flute, it kind of like just takes you and trans- transcends you to like another place. And so, you know, I was just talking about, yeah, this love and being in love with someone and what that feels like to me. And, you know, so you have like all these different metaphors and all that stuff. And so, yeah, I, I that's one of my personal favorites, to be honest. I mean, I love all of them. They're all my favorites, but I just love how that one turned out. 
when you're writing these songs, now, did you, okay, yeah, first of all, did you write this one? I did. I wrote this one along with my best friend. Her name's Ashley Amanda Henry. She's a writer. We used to be in a singing group together. With, so it was me, Makiba, and Ashley. And she would do most of our writing. She's an incredible, incredible writer. And so I called on her to tag along and help me out with this one. Okay. When you're writing or when you're coming up with even a concept, mm -hmm. uh, are you taking from the sum of your experiences or your friends' experiences, family, life, things that you've witnessed? Most of the stuff I do is from my own experience. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like what greater way and what easier way to connect with something than something that happens directly to you. Yeah. And so I just, yeah, I take from that and just say, okay, what am I feeling right now? And, or maybe not like right now, but what did I feel in the past and kind of revisit. I journal, so I like to go back and read old journal entries and just try to reconnect with what I was feeling at that time. And, you know, sometimes you look back at your journal and you're like, what the hell was I writing about? But it was so real in that moment, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, just what you were feeling and all that stuff. And so um, I like to visit old journals to kind of just pick up, you know, what I was what I was putting down at that time and maybe just find a concept from that and just kind of vibe and write something from there. Now I want to I want everybody in the room uh, that we have we have two artists in the room actually uh, other than Chantel so shout out to them we'll get to them in a little bit. Right. Shout out. Yeah. I wanted to know uh, Chantel about the picture that goes along with loving you because um I seen that I seen that a couple of days ago and it's um you know, very like come hither stare, like you're like doing like a like a catwoman like feline crawl. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see Yeah, I, you know. I, didn't see I feel like <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> this it, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh yeah, I mean, look, when I want you, I want you. And when I love you, I love you. And so I'm a cancer and pretty much all the attributes of a cancer, I am. So <laughs> I feel like it's like, I love you. I am diehard for you. I am loyal to you. I will do whatever you, you know, whatever you need to, whatever I need to do in order to make you happy. I, I just want all of you all the time. And so I'm like, with that picture, I felt like, I think it's pretty sexy. I think it kind of portrays, you know, what I was feeling at the time, you know, with the song. So I felt like it felt like it kind of fit. Mm. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <Not> a... <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next. You know what? Let me. Let's go. <laughs> How about Not Anymore? Not Anymore. Yeah. That's a dope track. Thank you. Who wrote it? Um, with so that was Colbert, yeah. So it was me, one of the producers, Mikey, and um, so we kind of, yeah, we came together with that. So usually when I'm in the studio with them, I, we kind of just vibe together. And if I get stuck, I call on them to kind of help me out um, to throw some lyrics together. Um, and uh, oh, and and Taiwo, sorry, uh, she's also an incredible, incredible writer. Um, so she's written a couple. She's helped me write a couple of the songs on this on this album. But um, not anymore is special to me because it kind of has like the island vibe, um, you know, considering that you know Jamaican background and stuff. So I really want to. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so you know, I had to I had to throw that in there. Yeah, I heard um, that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so we shot a music video for that song, which you can find on the YouTube's um, under my channel, the Chantal Riley, and we shot that in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, and, uh, that was shot by, uh, the director Wale Davies. Um, he's also part of, uh, hip hop group, um, Shodem Camp. Mm. They're incredible, yeah. incredible artists. And so, yeah, so he also directs and, um, we reached out to him and he was able to put this thing together and it was, a, it was beautiful. And I was so happy at how it turned out. Um, I had my friends in there, they came and they featured in there as well with me. So it was exciting. Like this is like, you know, my first kind of like big music video, you know, and it was such a beautiful place and location. And I love Nigeria. I had a great time. Wow. It really is. We have some questions. We have some questions. I just don't want them to build up. So. Uh, we might want to uh, answer those questions as we go, okay. so we don't get lost. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So let's see. Um, we have from our good friend Miss Akusa. She's a fashion designer extraordinaire. Oh, very good. Send me stuff. You, you, you've, you've definitely got to see her stuff. We're gonna hook y'all up, and you've got to possibly wear some of the stuff in your next. Uh, yeah. Know, or like just to kick it, you know, around around T dot. Come on. So she says, um, do you have a stylist? Oh, okay. Uh, I do not. I don't. Um, I dress myself, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I know what I am comfortable wearing. I know what looks good on me. And so, and I like to shop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, I, I find my own pieces, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, so 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 Akusa, you're hired. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have another one. What would you say your preferred music genre is? Your preferred. My preferred. Um, well, R and B. I'll, I'll always love R and B, um, but I love soul, like old soul, like Aretha, like those kind of. Um, but I'm also really into like 1950s and 60s jazz. Um, so Dinah Washington is like a huge one for me. Um, I usually listen to the jazz music when I'm like cleaning my house, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just getting things done. I don't know. It just puts me in a, in a mood. It's, it was just brighter and it was soulful and yeah, even the storytelling, you know, it was just so beautiful and, and singers were just so different back then, you know, it's so different than what we're used to now and um, not to say that singers aren't extremely talented now, but even just the way it was, I guess you could say a little more simpler. And I like that. And then a way of like, like, scatting is not easy. Don't get me wrong. Scatting is hard and I can't even do it. But I mean, like now you have artists that do a lot of riffs and runs and ad-libbing and which is all really cool. I wish I could do that too. Um, but there's just something about the simplicity of of music and singing and songwriting that I that I love and that's why a lot of my music um, isn't all all of that stuff not because not only because I can't do it <laughs> I'll drop a one two situation but there's just something that's so you know for me just catchy with just having a nice simple uh, simple way of doing things the lyrics. Uh 
back in that time were so profound, carefully, you know, sang or carefully written and put together that there's times where I'm listening to songs that I've heard a thousand times, you know, when I was younger, my parents were playing them. And I'm like, whoa, that was deep, you know, or you know, I can't yeah. believe they were. Yeah, it was and it's still relevant, of course. Too, yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that because. As far as that's the jump, you know, that's the, the time period that you like, because I hear that in this EP. Mm. Yeah, I hear, I hear oh. some influences. You know, I'm not sure if you were gone for that, but I can hear some of the influences in that. Thank yeah. you. I mean, it's, I, I've been listening to it a lot, and so maybe just subconsciously it came out that way. Um, it's just what I, I yeah, I just, I, I connect to it a lot more. Definitely. Can you name some artists, even even current, you know, or, or just some influencing people that I'm listening to now? Uh, no, who influenced you? You know, even when you were in the church growing oh. up. Oh, and, oh, okay. Well, um, in church, you have the Clark Sisters. Um, their albums are ridiculous. I don't know if you guys saw the Lifetime movie that they aired a couple weeks ago. The Clark Sisters are a huge um, gospel group um, made up. It's kind of like the Jackson Fives, but like the female gospel version. Same, like, you know, their mother was the, you know, leader of the group and manager of the group, and she was the same, like, discipline, da da da. Um, so they were a huge influence. Um, I listened to, you know, Hillsong music was a big one for me. Hillsong is a church um, based out of Australia. Um, and then, of course, there's like the gospel, reggae gospel hymns that we would listen to at church because the church that I went to was mainly Caribbean. Um, so uh, a lot of a lot of reggae gospel music. Um, but my dad is always, always, always playing music in the house. Um, anything from you know, of course, Bob Marley, which is huge, uh, Jamaican-wise, but then to, like, Elvis Presley. Like, he loved Elvis. I don't know what it is, the Jamaicans, they love Elvis. It's, mm. I don't know what it is. They loved him. You know what? You know, it's, it's, know. Um, it's a country. It's country in general, because my dad always played Charlie Pride records. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, what did you do? And you're black. Country and he's music, like, he's like, yes. He's like, yeah. And he's like, my yeah, dad I'm, loves country music. Yeah, it was crazy, but then you'd be like, yo, that's our music. He's like, Charlie Pride's black. They took it from us. I'm like, oh. That's the thing. And that's the thing. You have to remember, it's like a lot of those, you know, sounds and lyrics even, you know, they took from black folk. So, you know. <laughs> but yeah, those are just, yeah, some of the artists they listen to. Wow. Well, uh, with that said, rest in peace, little Richard. Right. Oh. Absolutely. Heavy. Absolutely. A heavyweight, a heavyweight that cannot be discounted. Yeah. And actually, when 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 you mentioned Elvis, I kind of cringed a little bit because oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I know. So like Trust I know me. Little Richard, um, and like Chuck Berry, you know, like the yeah, the, the these these legends of ours definitely had beef with uh, you know, with Elvis. Oh yeah, for sure, as they should. <laughs> yeah. Um, he and, took a lot. <laughs> but that's what it was back then it's like you know people didn't want to buy records you know with a black person on it they'd rather them obviously buy records that had a white person on it so they would take their music and 
you know, they'd be able to sell better, I guess, back then. So that that uh, so, that a timeless that timeless quality that we're discussing. Um, you're in a show called Frankie Drake Mysteries, and that's that's uh, like a period piece. Yeah, and you definitely get get uh, you know get dressed up yeah. in like a period kind of style because. I don't know if you've heard this before, but I think you have a timeless face. Like your features are very, are very timeless. Oh, really? I think no, I never so. heard that. <laughs> if you look at Frankie Drake, like you look like you belong in that, in that time period. And then, um, you know, like in like, even in the voice inflection, you know, as he mentioned, but also like when you're acting, uh, you know, with the voice as well, like it's very, it's very periody. So like, I think it's like very natural cool. and like, you know, flatters you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, the 1920s, when it comes to fashion, of course, I thought their fashion was so dope back then. Um, and music, you know, you have the Harlem Renaissance, you know, you had so much incredible music coming out um, in that time. And um, it was after the war and all that stuff. So a lot of people were just pushing and doing a lot more. Um, and so I just, I've always, I, Maybe that's why I took to the show so much because I, I do admire that, that time period, what, what came out of it, um, artistically at least. You know, uh, did, you, uh, did you guys watch Boardwalk Empire? Uh, I didn't get to finish it, but I did, I did watch a couple episodes. I love yes. the, the, uh, the men's suits, the, uh, yes. the hair sleeves and the... Yes. The, yeah, because they wore, they wore so many layers. Yeah. Just, just and they were just them. always suited. Like, they always yeah. looked good. Even if they're just lounging in their house, they got on a three-piece suit. Like, right. <laughs> you know, dressing up back then is so different than, than what it is now. Now we just, like, chill in sweats. And right. Like, okay. And they, always, <laughs> you know I mean? they couldn't go anywhere without their hat. You ever notice nope. that? Like, they would they be upset with their wife, and they would say, I'm out of here. And they would look, and they'd look for their hat and put their yep. hat <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And head up the door. <laughs> yep. D, how many pieces my suits got minimum? At least four. Four, three. bro. At least bro. three. Bro, we twelve, man. We twelve. We twelve pieces on it, man. Each cufflink couches a piece. Oh, what do you got? Woo! Oh, okay, were well, you talking about accessories? Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got about fifty. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know Danny got a lot. I know he got a lot. He always posts in his suits. And those suits are fire, by the way. You remember when we were in uh, in Ghana at that party the first night that I saw you? Pine and Ginger. Yes. Yes. I didn't want to see Pine and Ginger. Yes. Well, there was, um, oh, man. It was like right by where they were serving drinks. There was this, mm. all this dandy collection of clothes. Did you see it? Yes. Dandy, you would have yes. had a seizure. Oh, my God. You would have bought everything off that rack. Yes. Yeah. It was just all, yeah. All the African print, yeah. all the dashi, like, yes. Everything. Let's get back to this checklist because I had. Oh, God. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think we're on holding on. Oh, okay. What inspired oh, that? What was going through your life? To the way things um first of all i really like that song i just love that it's a bop like it's an old school kind of like early 2000s late 90s right. like diddy bop <laughs> i guess you would call it um i might say sad so with holding on i mean it, it's exactly 
<laughs> it's exactly what it what it is. It's like I, I'm just holding on to what we had. I'm holding on to memories that we shared. Um, you know, wanting to have that back, which I could go back into time and share that with you. But you don't have it anymore, so I'm just just constantly holding on to memories, um, photos. You know, looking at old videos, Instagram posts, whatever, and just kind of wishing that I that I had that back. Mm. It's kind of sad, huh? She's <laughs> like, girl, get over it. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. But moving on to why, which I think is the lead single for this EP. Oh, you do? Yes. Why yes. do you think that? Um, I love the You production. are loving it. You're loving yeah. it. Yeah. I love the production and I love organs. I love I love keys and organs and you know. Um, I think Kanye West does a great job of that, but um, Pharrell, I think, coined it. Pharrell with his keys and everything, mm. if I'm not mistaken. But Kanye does an excellent job with it. Um, who produced that track? The entire album was produced by Sons of Sonic. Oh, they produced all of it. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. okay. Sons of Sonic, they are uh, two um, um, the UK. Nigerian, um, and they're out in LA, and yeah, we, we they did the entire okay. entire album. Now I'm washing dishes, mm -hmm. listening to the album, you know, the album, and so much today. I was like, why does she need to know why? <laughs> Leave oh my god i know but even still it's like girls i'm not gonna talk for all girls me me one me Chantel. sometimes i just i question and i when things happen in the heat of the moment you're like okay whatever f you i'm leaving and then you sit with yourself and then you're remembering things that you wanted to say and you have questions that you didn't get to ask and so you just you just want that or, 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 you know what I mean like I torture. did everything I mean it is torture like 100 percent because you're replaying it over and over again in your head the you know things that you wish you said when you you know when you had the chance to say them and now you can't you know what I mean you're just replaying things revisiting text messages you know what I mean like all that all of that stuff and you're just like what it, it, it's torture it's literally yeah you're right it's i don't know i i don't ask why <laughs> i'm out i don't know i guess guys are different yeah <laughs> whoa whoa whoa, whoa i just yeah whoa. it's like all everything guys, was going so good all guys are are not a monolith as i take a sip of my tea oops sips all guys not, right sips tea thank you thank you she has the stage director okay actress it's tea it's tea <laughs> so all guys are not a monolith okay yeah so i actually so what do you say baby yeah i'm actually quite sensitive in that respect like i do dwell on things Ooh. and like i'll be wondering i'll be wondering a lot i'm in my head quite often um mm -hmm. so like why when i listen to that song it really it really did touch me from like um somewhat of an emotional place and I definitely can 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 like relate to it and uh mm. even think uh what's the word um um uh, empathize empathize with like where you're coming from with it and and even like 
I would go as far as to say when like, you know, we've had a good night out. Some gentlemen had, mm-hmm. you know, had a good night out, you know, had like, you know, like a couple laughs, a couple, um, you know, good libations. They might conjure mm-hmm. up that special female to them and maybe just dial their number. Yeah, so that's a bit of why, like, you know, from our perspective, like, oh, how you been? How you doing kind of thing. Yes. Mm. Yes. See, Heath, you just cold-blooded. Um, you know what? It, 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 works, it works for me. And I actually met my wife because I didn't ask why with my last relationship. I just mm. walked away. And I ran right into my wife. So, and, and I can't, I, I mean, that, it takes a lot of courage. But also, you have to be a little selfish. Yeah. Because if you listen to the song, and if someone's gone through something like that, any prolonging of it is actually torture, right? It's, it's just prolonging the inevitable. But yeah, I could see, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, man, I'm probably going to expose myself, but there's a lot of women that, uh, <laughs> that I, I might have, um, they needed why from me. They wanted, you know, right? But the thing is, well, trust me, I'm not a saint, but I can tell you this. Sometimes they wanted closure, like closure. Oh, what did you do? Wait, what did you do? Sometimes closure is I'm going to tell him about himself and I'm going to do something. You know what I mean? Like some drama is closure. Yeah. Like I'm going to do do? something that is no return. For that, I'm not speaking for myself. But what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is sometimes closure is I need to get something off my chest before this guy goes away. That's true. Which, oh, which, that's is, true. which is like a last bit of drama. So, um, yeah, like in that, in that respect, Heath, I definitely feel what you're saying. But it's a feeling. Like you get that feeling about run. It's like fight or flight. Like are you willing to have that conversation or is it just like, you know what, I'm ending this just like a Band-Aid, rip it right off, and I'm out. So, uh, by the way, you guys, obviously, download the EP. It's called I Am, available on all streaming platforms. Download the EP, Chantel Riley. So we have a question uh, from a mother in the room. She says, my daughter would love to use your music in her videos. Is that possible? Sure, go ahead. (laughs) I love the way you said that. I ain't tripping, man. I ain't tripping. Please, yeah. She ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. I'm just happy you guys are enjoying it. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, but obviously, but obviously, um, uh, I think I think that's I think that's Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine, please do give her credit. Of course, of course, give give Chantel Riley credit when your daughter does use that. Yes, that's all I ask. Thank you. And then uh, thanks, she- Dandy. Appreciate you. Of course, got you. <laughs> the follow up question from Lorraine as well is: uh, Do you mm-hmm. have any other creative interests that you have not showcased yet? Hmm. Not. In other words, like what um, do I know about you? <laughs> uh, well, I do some script writing. I haven't really released anything yet, but I'm working on a script right now. Um, I am currently pitching a new series. Um, so, so I guess you could put producer on there. Um, yeah, so those are some of the things that I'm currently working on right now. Dope. 
Dope. That's me. Wow. Script mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Yeah. This is the, this is the second quarantine chat that we've had. Uh, obviously, with another talented um, thespian. Uh, we had uh, another one a couple of days ago with uh, a brother named Lamont Rucker. Um, if you've seen his work, uh, mm-hmm. he was on, and uh, you know he mentioned as well that he's interested in like some new projects about writing and things like this. So I mean, like, you no, know, we love hooking people up and putting people together. You know, in terms yes. of yes, a creative sphere. So that would be dope for us to see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean now, and now is kind of the perfect time for writers to just really. Just sit down and get the work done. Sometimes for me, I know like this quarantine thing, I'm kind of just getting into like be creative. I'm just, you know, getting into work because earlier on I was into doing absolutely nothing and I didn't feel bad about it. To be honest, I know people are like, oh, you should use this to grind and to hustle and da 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 da. But I just, me personally, it, it, I just wasn't ready yet. And so I'm now finally in the, okay, it's go mode now. Let's get some work done. Let's, let's put some effort into some things. And, but I get it. I get it when you're just not feeling it. If you're just not having a creative moment and you're just not really feeling like doing anything at all. And that's where I was. And so, you know, I say to those people that are feeling that way, feel it, write it out. Don't feel bad, you know, for being in that. Um, but I would say, you know, try not to make it last forever because this is an opportunity for us that we can kind of turn around in our favor um, and being able to not only tap into ourselves, you know, creatively, but also just reconnecting with ourselves, like spiritually, um, mentally, you know what I mean? And, you know, physically with our body, eating right, you know, of course, this this whole virus situation. And for any kind of sickness, this is an opportunity now to just kind of restart restart our bodies, restart our minds, you know, do some research for ourselves and just to like better, to better ourselves. I like that. I like that. Great advice. Great advice. Definitely. Got a couple more questions from the room. Thank you guys so much for being here. Welcome in the building, Albert Carter. Albie. Albie in the building. (laughs) like that. Hey, Bertie. (laughs) <laughs> hey, bring him in. Bring him in. He got it. Uh, all right. Where's Bertie? Bertie is unmuted. You're on, Albert. How you doing, brother? Yo, yo. What's going on with y'all? Bertie! Where's your, camera? Where's your camera, bro? I know you got your hair done. <laughs> Just put a hat on, Berto. Come on. Come on, right, come on Bert. Give me a sec. I got you. Oh, man. <laughs> do it. Do it. Really do it. All right, so we'll do we'll do we'll do one more question while uh, you know while he puts his makeup on. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I, I, have a, I have a question, Danny. Yeah. I have a question. So, how many tracks didn't make the cut? Like, did you struggle? Um, with- I would say I had because I have a whole you know songbook, writing book, um, that I go through to choose what I even want to bother continue working on. Um, so I would say there's probably about um, five or six more that I was actually really, you know, like, oh, maybe this one kind of thing that didn't really make it on. Okay. But like I said, like, unless that's like I'm so in and like invested, I'm like, like let me just put it on hold yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Chantel, you said that you had, what, six or seven songs that you didn't release during your album. 
I'll tell you something crazy. And uh, he, like, I don't know if you knew this, but I'll tell you something crazy. Quincy Jones said that they had 700 songs that they did not release for Thriller, did not make it. Wow. 700. 700 songs. So there's 700 Michael Jackson songs out there that no one's heard before. Wow. Did you know that on Bad, uh, the song Another Part of Me? Right. Remember? You're just another part of me. That song, <laughs> they had a tug of war on what to, whether to put that song on the album. Bro. Yeah. It was Quincy and Michael Jackson. They had, a, like they were, had an argument, actually, about Bro. whether to put that song on the album. Quincy's a legend, man, but like Michael Jackson was such a perfectionist. I'm sure he was difficult to work with. Like, you know, like that level of perfectionist, whereas another part of me is questionable for bad. And then exactly. um, uh, I heard within the same article that I read about, um, about Thriller that um, uh, Billie Jean was on the cutting room floor. And then MJ was like, I like the beat. That's the only part he liked about it. He's like, I like the beat. Let's keep it. So Billy, Billy Jean wasn't going to be on? Billy Jean was not going to be on it. And that turned out to be the biggest, the biggest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Jersey! Oh, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't go today without checking you out. Ah, thank you. Let me tell you something about Bertie. That's what I call him. I'm the only one allowed to call him that, okay? By the way. <laughs> keep it. You can keep that. Albert. I'm not going to call him that. <laughs> <laughs> Albert took care of us when we came to Dubai. Um, we had some mutual friends from Philly because Albert's from Philly. And so they connected us with him and he took such incredible care of us, took us all around, you know what I'm saying, took us to parties, you I mean, because Albert just begot it like that, he knows people who knows people, no, I'm a nobody. but You're he's just, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what they say, that's what they say, but he, you know, he, Albert, thank you so, so much, Anytime, and of course, favorite. connecting us with these two lovely gentlemen, you know what I'm saying, so I appreciate it, and <laughs> I love you so much for that, and thank you so much for supporting Anytime, anything, anything for you. Also, you know, I, about Spotify, keep me posted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right. Thousand percent, brother. Wow. Glad, to, glad to have you here. Heck yeah. Uh, I haven't seen you so long, hey, Birdo. Salute to the right? Global Brothers Podcast. Honestly. On. Like, you guys, uh, hey, look. Y'all ain't let it stop you. You, ain't, you didn't let the uh, coronavirus stop what you. What lockdown? You no, make it work. Yeah. Hey, you know, I just, I just read something. I think it was on Instagram. It said, don't try to continue to make money or build your business. Just try to survive. Yeah. <laughs> just try to make it. <laughs> like, just try to make it to the other side of this. <laughs> that, that was really profound, you know? Just That's try really to survive. I mean, look, if you, if you could make a little something out of this, because trust me, a plenty of other people are, okay? Yeah. If you really think about it, those big wigs up there are taking, you know, heavy advantage of this time. Then why not get your own cut? You know what I mean? That's true. Um, this is a great time to really kind of, like I said, buckle down. If you feel like you're in survival mode right now, survive. But do so by being as happy as you possibly can be in this time. I know being locked up in the house can be very tough on your mental. It got to me too. Not only that, watching the news all day, I cut that out, I'll tell you that much. 
Um, and just been working on, like I said, just focusing on myself, spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, and trying to just be as creative as I possibly can. And you're in, you're in Canada right now, right? I, yeah, and I'm in Canada, and it snowed last week. So that, um, that was that. <laughs> so that's been rough because I'm a girl that loves the sun and loves the heat. You know what I'm how saying? Was so, how was it when you traveled from, uh, was L.A. to Canada? I did. I mean, it was fine. I just, you know, you put your mask on, you wipe down your seat, you know. Like, for me, I'm not too pressed, to be honest. Um, and, you know, God's got me I'm covered. But I'm also taking, you know, measures precautions like building my immune system and all that stuff in order to fight fight against whatever's out there you know what i mean wow. so well the self-titled uh song i am is the last song i don't think we got to that uh, and from my understanding you chose that to be your single release, oh for right? woman that was i'm sorry not i am woman yeah woman yeah woman is a good one is another favorite i mean I don't know why I'm saying that. They're all favorites, to be honest. But Woman in particular, it, I wrote it at a time where I was just kind of like, feel myself. You know, I was feeling myself. I, you know, was just taking the fact that, yes, I am a woman. I am powerful. Women are very powerful. Um, they have the ability to birth children. So how about that? You know what I mean? You know, we are built differently. We're built in a way to handle things Um that you know, so you know, men can't really yeah. handle. I think I'm gonna I, say think, it. I think scientists are working on that though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you we'll push out some babies and tell me. You push oh, out some babies and you let me know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, but it was a song. <laughs> yeah. If that happens, if that happens, I'm gonna scream world star. I don't need to see that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but it was a song that I wanted to write to celebrate women all over the world and just to like make them feel bossed up. You know what I mean? It don't matter what you think because I'm my own woman. Mm -hmm. Disrespect me what you think of now you own one. You know what I mean? Like don't try it. Mm -hmm. You can't come for us. Love wow. that. Love that. Yeah. So that's, so that's I like I, I like uh the fact that she's she's actually spitting a couple bars. Right. Bars, <laughs> bars, bars. Bars. Yeah. Um, now that was that was actually one of the questions, Chantel. Uh someone someone asked the question, uh, what is your favorite song uh on the album and why? All of them. <laughs> yeah, you guys can't make me choose, man. You guys can't make me choose. Everybody's got a baby that they don't like that much. They got something wrong with their eye or something. Come on. Which song are you just like, you know? <laughs> okay. The song that stands out to me um, the most, that gets me in the oof, um, is Loving You. Mm. Loving You. I just, again, it's just the, the sound I love the sound of it, you know, the little harmonies on there. I just loved the place that it takes me to. This takes me like kind of like out of this world kind of vibe. Um, I was, I wanted to do a, a video for it and then like all this stuff happened. So I'm trying to find another, another route. If you know any animators, any animators out there, holla at me. For sure. Um, because I would love, love, love to make it an animated 
video. We'll hook it up. So if you know anyone, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you somebody. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And now right, I got go. questions. Uh, that was one of the questions uh, from the room as well in terms of videos. Uh, have you mm -hmm. shot any videos to it yet? So I yes, do I have uh, two videos out right now. One um, for not anymore. And another one that I shot a long time called Justice. It's not on the album. It was just a one-off uh, single that I did when I was living in New York. Um, and it was around the um, Eric Garner uh, times. And, you know, the civil unrest that was going on and continuing to go on, unfortunately. And so I was just like, had a moment. And it was just like a freestyle that I did in like one of, the, one of my colleagues' dressing rooms during Lion King. Um, uh, James Brown Orleans and he plays guitar and we're just vibing one day and Justice came out of that and then we shot a little video for it as well. Wait, did you say you were going to freestyle right now? Huh? No! 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 Yeah, I did I not yeah, yeah, I that. say that! Did she say, did she say no. she freestyle? Like, no. Bye! Oh, I can't hear you! What? Hello? Hello? Chantel, 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 you know I always get you to do some stuff you don't want to do. Last time I got you to do I ain't going to do it. No. That's my no. accents. Now you're going to do a freestyle for us. No, I will not. I'm sorry, I can't. You guys can't put me on the spot. I'm not good at freestyling. That hey, was he, just like a one-off thing. Hey, Heath, give us a beat. Give us a beat, Heath. Give us that beat. Ready? Uh. What, with my mouth? Yeah, the beat behind <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cut to no, no, we out, we out, no, no, not doing it. You're not gonna get me to do it. I am not a freestyler. I will not. Oh goodness! All right, wait there, wait there. All right, so we have, we have uh, we have another question from the room. Um, okay. Someone said, "Oh no, we did that one about the, about that." Uh, Johnny Cash. All right, I think um, I think Lorraine was mentioning this when we was talking about um, country music, uh, just saying that oh. Johnny Cash lived in Jamaica until he died. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that either. Johnny Ooh. Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Lived in Jamaica until he died. I didn't know that. Okay, interesting. Interesting fact. A little known. Uh, a fun fact. Fun fact. Johnny Cash lived in Jamaica until he died. All right. So let's put something else in the universe, uh, and we'll 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 uh, ask uh, Berto to uh, help us with this. What's that? Chantel Riley sold the XB. <gasps> That's make it happen. That's make it happen. Bertie, go get my hopes up. And look, I'm 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 trying my best to make things happen too. So look, we. I, I heard love. that. that I heard great. that. That would be dope. I am receiving that. Amen. I say yes. yes. Yeah, you gotta hit the show DXB. You gotta I got to. Yet. You know I love being out there, so any chance I can hey. get. I'm gonna ask you a question for uh for my people certified Africa because uh, they do they do our uh, tours and connections not only for business uh excuse me not only for tourism but also for business um, between uh, Ghana and Jamaica. So I'm just gonna ask you like what is that what does that relationship feel like for you being of you know Jamaican Jamaican background and uh, obviously like you love Ghana and like you know traveled there multiple mm -hmm. times so, like what's that like for you mm -hmm. like you know the two worlds? Oh, I mean it's crazy because when we were in Ghana for the first time, it felt like I was in Jamaica. Like wow. I felt like even even down to the scent, it 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 took me 
back to Jamaica. And like you see taxi car, uh, taxi cars that have the Jamaican flag on it and reggae music playing in people's cars. So I'm like, oh, I'm in Jamaica right now. <laughs> you forget. So like the, that connection there is just so powerful. So I, it felt like home. Like the, the idea is to eventually be in Ghana, to be honest, and settle in there, settle there. Yeah. So kind of making that happen, trying to make that happen. But it just felt like home. It felt yeah. like home. I, I had that same feeling, and uh, we did a podcast when I came back, just me and Marlon, about my experience, and there's mm-hmm. land all over the place to, to, to just give away for diaspora mm-hmm. and other people, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we got to take advantage of that, because if we don't get Absolutely. it, somebody else is going to get it. Somebody else will. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be paying to stay in their hotels in Ghana. Right. Yeah, so when I was in Cape Coast, there was a lady from... Um, I believe she was from Brooklyn or the Bronx, but she's from New York. She had been there 33 years. Um, she owns Africa, one Africa health and uh, resort, health spa and resort. Shout and out! Hey, I went there. Yeah, you met? Did you meet? No. The yes, that she place had, is incredible. Isn't it? Isn't it? And no. I spoke about it on the podcast. She has 400 acres that the government gave her. And she said to the 34 people that I went over there with, she said, it's yours if you want it. The only stipulation is you have to build. Yes. And my light, my light bulb went off. Yep. Like, we got to get an acre or two. Yeah. She's giving no it away. Fact. She's giving it away. Now, if we don't take advantage of that, and she's an older woman, mm-hmm. if China or yeah. you know, some, some, some other country, you know, European country or something comes over there, that whole Cape Coast will look like Miami in 20 yeah, years. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then we'll for be sure. over there and stand at the uh, Marriott. Yeah, gross. You know? Don't want that. Instead of, instead of that, having our own home there. Yeah, one Africa was so beautiful. The location and the food was so good. And was it? it was just, yeah, they, they did an incredible job. We had, we had um, so, so cool. uh, and, I, and I saw Chantel come on last night. Uh, with a certified African pine and ginger, uh, yes. we, had, we had a we had a we had a live on Instagram last night, uh, Heath. Um, Thank and, you for joining. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, pine and ginger, pine and ginger was so cool as well. So um, yes, we we um, you know like a recurring theme of that was let's take action. So I think we really need to organize yeah. and plan. Like you know, we all know. Uh, several people like ourselves that are talking about this, you know, like we really need to put our, you know, join forces and put right. together. Uh, we know, we know people like yeah. certified Africa that like have the connects and things over there. And like yeah. you're saying Heath about, you know, one Africa resort, like, you know, like that, you know, that sister. So yes. yeah, really got to do this, man. Actually um, shout out to, yeah. Shout out to certified Africa. That was a great uh, live. It was very informative. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, me and Makiba are definitely going to reach out to you. <laughs> wow. Thank you. We look forward to yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. We just love what you guys are doing and what you guys are about. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys all saw that video of the Ghanaian president. You know, he was there with the French president and he was pretty much just giving this beautiful speech about how, you know, we got to stop depending on others and we have to you know, use what we have in our resources and telling people to come back home. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And I think now is such an incredible, it's such a great time for us uh, to do that, to be honest. And, you know, and now it's just a matter, I know I've talked to a couple of people that want to come back 
and and to live in Ghana. But a lot of them are like, well, what can I do there? And you know, what do I have to offer? And um, even for my, within myself, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, well, what can I bring? And so um, I do plan on linking up with you Spirified Africa and trying to put some kind of plan together. <laughs> Can you cook, Shannon? Let's do it. <laughs> Can I cook? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Makiba's the cook. Makiba's the cook. Makiba's okay. the cook. All right. All right. I'll let her do the cooking. I'll just do the moral support, eating everything, getting fat. All right, so y'all can stay in the compound. Y'all can stay in the compound. Y'all can cook. You can stay in the compound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll go ahead. She can go ahead with that. <laughs> Love it. Hey, we so, are yeah, the- but yeah. We have to let her go. She's sure. been with us, sure. you know. Um, she, I she, love uh, you guys. Thank you guys so oh, much for uh, doing this. Uh, drop a link to all your stuff. You know, all your stuff that you're doing. Go ahead. So, um, number one album, I Am, is out now on all streaming platforms. Download it today. Repost, share on the stories, tag me. Chantel underscore Riley is the same for my Twitter. Um, please... I am also uh, a part of the Khan Foundation, and I'm an ambassador for the Khan Foundation, and we are raising money to help kids and the community of Makoko in Nigeria. So if you guys could click the link in my Instagram bio, it'll take you right to the GoFundMe page where you can give. Right now, um, the school building is on hold because of all the, uh, the COVID-19 situation, but they are still raising money to give food to the community because a lot of people depend on open markets and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of these places, uh, they can't do that still. So please, 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 whatever you guys can give um, would mean so much to them and to myself. And uh, yeah, just uh, Frankie Drake Mysteries is coming up. Uh, you can still stream that online. Um, Pearson, we only got one season, but that's okay. You can still watch that. <laughs> and just, yeah, just stay in the know. We've got some things coming for yeah, real soon. <laughs> Pearson was oh my god yeah I can't wait like at least come back Pearson needs to come back. I know I hope I, I had a good time being on that show we'll see. You were you were fire on it really really you were oh thanks it was incredible thank you thank you so much incredible any last bit things about the album that you wanted to mention um. You know what? I just want to say thank you guys so much, first of all, for getting me on the show with you. And um, you guys have always been really supportive. And um, I just, yeah, everyone that's out there that's listening, please enjoy, share, download, stream, and just just enjoy it. I'm just happy that you guys are listening, to be honest. That's all I really care about. Love that. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for joining us, Certified Africa, Berto. Yo, thank you guys so much. And of course, Chantel Riley. As we always say at this time, live global and prosper. Peace. Peace out. Check us out on YouTube, Global Brothers Podcast, and please subscribe and share and, you know, continue to support, you know, good content. Thanks, everybody. Mr. Worldwide.